should I marry someone who does not believe in Jesus? Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamityFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage and support males to crush maliteracy, which is the illiteracy of masculinity, and aspire to domestic excellence. Me and Tanya, uh, it's no secret that we have a belief system and we live our lives based on our faith in Jesus Christ. And we're not, you know, we're not trying to, to push anything down anyone's throat, but you have joined us on our channel. And our belief system uh, determines how our response to this question of marrying someone who does not believe in Jesus. Uh, the Bible is our is the foundation of our faith. It is the Word of God, and it is through the Word of God that we come to faith in Jesus. So, what the Word of God says about this issue of marrying an unbeliever is that no, we should not marry an unbeliever. If you look at references in Amos, the book, one of the books of the Bible called Amos, he was one of the, the, the men in the Old Testament who, sh who warned people about what would happen if people avoid God's commandments. He says in Amos that two cannot walk unless they agree. Now, you, you can do this, do an experiment for yourself. Take someone Walk in, go in two different, you go point a compass east and point another compass west and you say, okay, we're going to walk together in two different directions. It's physically impossible for us to walk in two different directions and yet still walk together. That, so I think that Amos is just pointing out a, a law of nature. Two cannot walk unless they agree. It's impossible to walk with someone going in a different direction from you. Someone who does not believe in Christ is going in a different spiritual direction from you. There's going to be problems about, there's going to be arguments, there are going to be things that will, be, will make it difficult for you if you're not already married. So it wouldn't make sense to go into a marriage with someone who does not believe. The second issue is Solomon married uh, people who were not inside of his faith. He was seen to be the wisest man in his day and if the wisest man in his day was pulled away from his faith by a woman that did not believe in Jesus in the Messiah then we believe that it is going to be similarly difficult for you to maintain your faith with with a woman with a spouse that does not believe in Christ the third point is now in 1st Corinthians 7 a brother called Paul does teach a church in Corinth how to address if you are already married to someone who does not believe in Jesus and you become a believer in Jesus there seem to have been a concern from people in this church in Corinth which is a place I believe now it's called modern-day Turkey people were saying okay you know do I divorce my partner seeing that I am married I, am, I believe in Christ and he or she does not believe in Christ. And Paul here is saying, no, you should not divorce an unbelieving spouse. And he does say, this is his own view. He says, this is not a teaching of Christ. Christ definitely teaches anti-divorce. He believes that where you are with a partner, you're with this partner for life. And one of the things that Paul says is you should not divorce your partner. 
if you are already married and you come to faith. This is something that people have twisted into some weird kind of heresy that you should go out and find an unbelieving partner and then marry them. And that's not what Paul is saying, in my opinion. Read all these verses in their context. Look at what the original meaning that this, the, the original writer Christ is saying. Jesus Christ is saying. The Holy Spirit is saying. Now, one of the things that we encourage you to do is to pray about these decisions. We do provide support for persons who are going into marriage or who are already married and have these questions. We, we urge you to join us at FamityFamily.com if you want a strong family. Lincoln, encouraging you to crush my literacy today and enjoy doing it. Why rob God in this world of you? And until next time, be nuclear man up it's amazing how normals can be redefined metro now the benchmark and despite being misbehaving males love being well shaven shiny nails and pubes brazilian waxed although manliness eludes or grass a real man mangled by his grandpa's standards, crafting a, crafting a world filled with moral hazards, a deleterious defection of adverse selection. A man stands fallen with every erection. And it's interesting how things got messed up. It's a man down replacing man up. Males focused on living dressed up. Females left wearing the pants. Women now taking lead in romance and illegal dance proposing to males who then become housekeepers. Poor house sweepers, men even trying to breastfeed, robbing homes of the one thing that it still needs, a man with the DNA of his divine father. His detached scrotum loosely dangles from his wife, who balances husband and kids on top of her life. And all this was doubled over by her menstrual cramps, greeted by the hot flashes as her estrogen dries up. And a man reaches a midlife crisis that sees younger tits make his crotch rise up. And he forsakes his ring because of the serpent's stale lies. His family's bank account declines as his mistresses rise. And it's interesting how things got messed up. His man down replacing man up. Males focus on living dressed up. Females left wearing the pants. Please keep those call-ins coming. We encourage your feedback and we thank you for your support. Lincoln here encouraging you to have a great day today and to represent for your family and to keep giving us ideas as to areas and topics that you'd love that we should discuss in the area of male literacy or the literacy of being masculine. So have a great day and be nuclear.